Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Manufacturer Group. Stephanie. Manufacturing the Guru. Stephanie and Danielle. <laughs> I'm Stephanie. And, and I'm Danny. My sister, Danny. What? And welcome back to episode two. We are again focusing on girlicious. So. So season two, episode two of Pussycat Dolls presents Girlish. Yes. Girlish. <laughs> We're, I guess, going to just kind of jump right on into this one. So like I said last week, they had the um, narrow down of all the contestants to the 15 to the final 12. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of this episode, we have the final 12 girls. And like with, and as we always say, there's going to be a top model references because it's just same producer, same formulas. The beginning of this episode, they do the big reveal of the house that they're going to be living in, which turns out to be Danielle. It's the uh, same house from Cycle Four of America's Next Top Model. Uh, it's like a warehouse. It's beautiful. The like, warehouse. So they walk yeah. in, and basically it's a huge dance studio on the bottom. They walk upstairs and it's all the rooms, music room, hot tub, rooftop, hot tub rooftop patio and all this stuff and when i say hot tub i actually quote because basically they're like freaking out out of all these rooms it's an amazing house amazing house and girls like there's a hot tub there's a hot tub so they all go to the rooftop patio and all it is is a little baby pool with a little bit of water in it (laughs) like that's the hot tub and like what it was funny and which i thought was hilarious when they did that yeah who did that I can't remember who said it, but it was just, it was uh, so funny. Yeah. They're like, hot tub, hot tub. And then, and then it was just, they show a pool on the roof. And I was like, little baby <laughs> kids pool. I was like, amazing, amazing girls. That's adorable. Um, so yeah, the girls basically, you know, as they do with all of them, try and section off to their rooms and stuff. So Natalie and Christina end up hitting it off as friends right away. And then they end up sharing, deciding that they want to share a room basically the girls just seem to be that like they're always gossiping together so it just seems perfect kind of for them to be in a room anyways together gossip equals drama right um yeah i don't know what other girls kind of room together but they all just kind of you know go through and then they end up sitting there and you know getting to know each other a little bit more and tyra mount no no um, <laughs> it might as well be you could literally switch out robert anton for tyra banks i swear right? to God right yeah. i'm sorry yeah. i had to say it because it, like i said it's the same fucking yeah. formula guys that you can set like, your watch to the formulas you can do it on the tv too it's on the tv on the tv it's robin anton mail i think or i don't know whatever it's robin anton message pussycat dolls well it's delivered by the pussycat dolls yeah this one ends up being the from the pussycat dolls and i think he actually says confidence first it's just yeah and then it shows the pussycat dolls and all the girls are like doing their thing and saying their thing and then so at the end mm-hmm. rob or nicole, nicole. basically is like yeah make sure confidence and robin's downstairs in the studio waiting for you um you're gonna so- learn that all of those uh, um videos will end with and rob is in the studio waiting for you because they <laughs> always have some kind of stupid end in waiting like is that love tyra tyra male robin anton or like pcd words of confidence 
uh, or some each week it's yeah. gonna be some kind of like different word or something that just you know. and they did that in the first season too so if we when we go back to that it's, it's the same type of formula but they don't do as much in this one as they did in the first season but yeah the confidence again formula stick to it if it works it works it sells you know don't it don't ain't broke don't fix it right right exactly so they go downstairs and I can't remember what they did, but I just have a funny note. So they must be doing something about like walking and learning to walk or be sexy and confidence or something like that. Cause all I wrote down was sexier walks, not horse walks. Robin said okay, that. To so that's when they're doing the, okay. So then they go down there, they announce which people are in which groups doing which songs. I okay. know exactly what you're talking about because that's when they were trying to teach the choreography to carry for tearing on my heart. Yeah, um, I, I just, I had the note down, but I didn't write what part it was. It just said sexier walks, not horse walks is what someone said. Yeah. Oh, Robin, I was totally Robin who said that. Yeah, so again, girls, like we said, trigger, okay, sorry. We, we said this in the first one. I guess we're gonna have to do it in everyone. This is 2008. Yeah. They were savage to ladies. They were savage to all of us. It's not right, but we can't change it. So we just suck it up and we deal with it. Trigger warning, turn off now if you don't like it. Keep advancing if you want to, if you want to listen to more. Because drama exactly. ensues. Because it always does on these shows. So yeah, it's reality TV. Exactly. And it was trash. There was trash reality TV back then. And it was uncharted waters. So they didn't really know what they could say and get away with either. That's true. Um, uh, so so they go down to the studio. And then Robin announces the, the groups this week for confidence. Um, Do you want to go over them? Holiday by Madonna. Tear It Up My Heart by NSYNC and Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Yeah, so they're doing great pop anthems. Um, so the first group, which was Holiday, was Nicole, Natalie, Tiffany, and Lisa, which is funny because that's essentially the group without Christina, but spoilers! Spoiler alert, if you didn't already know. So. <laughs> um, and then uh, Baby One More Time was Megan, Cassandra, Alexis, and Jamie. And then tearing up my heart was Jenna, Charlie, Christina, and Carrie. So I don't know if you noticed a little pattern here. The baby one more times are more of the dancer heavy over vocal heavy. The tearing up my heart is more vocal heavy than dancer heavy. And then holiday is kind of like the triple threat. I'll kind of do all, all both of them fine. <laughs> so then it goes into all the girls like breaking up and they're showing the choreography, hence the we don't want it. We want sexy walk, not horse walk. Yeah, sexy walk, not horse walk. Because again, they're these are reality shows. They're under scrutiny and knives and you know mm-hmm. microscopes, and they do it. And at this point, I wrote down also because this is where Natalie again is kind of more like she has the drive. She has the like she's literally dreams. Like I at, like I think at this point she even said she's like, oh, I've already dreamed that I'm a girlicious. Like I am a member yeah. of the group. Like and honestly if there's a lot of things i've like said i said in the last episode and it's something you learn when you start kind of looking at this stuff the people who succeed tend to dream about like i jim carrey has said he wrote himself a like ten thousand dollar check for like five years in the future that he'd be able to cash Mm -hmm. and he got to so if you literally do and i have a silly funny story me i have a coleman one of those blue coleman uh, (laughs) yet a coolers or whatever I, me and Kevin have been wanting a Yeti for a little bit. I slapped Yeti stickers over the Coleman signs and all <laughs> summer long, I called that shit my Yeti. And then on that one group, Facebook group lottery, I won myself a motherfucking Yeti. So you know what? Sometimes that shit works, people. I'm just saying. She dreamed, oh, yeah. she got it. I dreamed my Yeti, I got it. <laughs> 
Keep the I dream think, alive, people. I think she was in a group that didn't take off before Girlicious, but we can look into that once we get to later on. Later episodes, um, exactly. Exactly. So, so the girls go on to do some practice, break down. You know, there's they're with the. I think at this one they're with the music coach, uh, yeah. not Dave. The other one, the the the, 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 the opera singer guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Finn? No. Yeah. Let me go back to the other side here. Just one second. Uh, I, didn't my, is, I didn't keep my episode one notes up. That's okay. Neither did I. Uh, oh, I went too far. Okay. And again, so, this one. What is with the tank top? Ken Hicks. Ken Hicks. Ken Hicks. Ken Hicks. Again, yeah. why are so many girls wearing blank white tank tops? I, again, I had the, you know, the the old word for it on here. Those, what we used to call those white tank tops on men. We're not going to call them that anymore. But you know, no, because it's yeah. We've evolved beyond that. Yep, plain blank tank tops. Uh, white, plain white blank. They were really cute though. (laughs) Whether they like some of them cropped them, cut them, tied them up, like. But either way, there was just so many of those freaking white thick strap tank tops. So as they're as we're saying, they're with Ken Hicks, and he was uh, doing some you know vocal stuff with them, and Mm -hmm. in walks my favoriteest member of NSYNC of all time. So I would have done the same thing as this girl. Maybe not crazy, not, not, maybe not quite, but I still probably would like my, I don't know, but my 13 year old heart definitely would have dropped and been like, ha, ha. Uh, Jason Day yeah. from NSYNC walks into the room and kind of surprises them. So Charlie literally jumps on him because she's and like, my 13 year old heart just, I, I had to. And I yeah, got a whimmer. What do you Every if they saw a Backstreet Boy or an NSYNC walk into a room, ah! exactly. He was my favorite. I wasn't a Justin Timberlake. I was a JC. So like that would have been like my, oh my gosh, my heart dropped. Like oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and it was so cute because Jenna was like singing and was oblivious and kind of like had people screaming around her. She's like, what's going on? Because she's still trying to sing there. And then of course turns around and like, oh my god. Um, so he gave them advice on like kind of how to be in a group, how to succeed, you know, um, be willing to the sound one thing bad. He said, yeah, sound bad, sound bad, good. sound good. Um, that's like a double-edged sword, though, and I guess that's kind of my whole thing. Like, it's good to try and reach those notes, but if you know you can't reach them, don't, don't on a live performance, please don't. Anyway, oh, but that's the thing is you got to do those things and like, like. We practice, nothing is ever perfect. Here's the thing. Nothing yeah. is in life. We need to learn. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. And if you're mm-hmm. not afraid to fail, you're not going to succeed. Mm-hmm. You need to, and from, cause the thing is, is when you, if you, to succeed, you don't really fail. You learn from what the mistakes was and do better. Exactly. So I think that's kind of where he comes from in a nice, better way. You have to sound bad to sound. Yeah. You have to g- take those risks and be willing to, fail mm-hmm. to, to be to good see if you, to, yeah. to, to see if you can do it and to see if you can keep doing it like if you didn't do it once keep trying it because maybe one day you will fucking hit that thing mm-hmm. so words so, words of wisdom jc words of wisdom <laughs> so after kind of like the jc um crashes the the, the party. Um, practice yeah so the, then robin brings all the girls into like the living room area and they have 15 minutes to get ready again. Of course, 15 minutes. Their, their heels and their sunglasses. Because why? 
they're going to the ball game take the out to the crowd buy me something right so yeah. they're going to the local baseball field to sing the national anthem for the local baseball team how about that there's, local sports team i think they were like the 66ers and i think they're in la so it must be like some like triple a or double a like definitely not pro they're not pro but they're they're, they're semi-pro um, so they get divided up into groups to sing the national anthem together. Whoever Which wins. is the same group they were in for this week's performance. Oh, okay. so like the holiday girls are the same. The baby one more time girls are the same and the tearing up my heart girls. Are the same. So the girls are the girls. So whoever wins the challenge gets to sing the national anthem and whoever they think is the best of the group gets to be safe at elimination. Correct. So they go through and they go into their little practices and Natalie basically is causing problems, quote unquote, uh, Mm -hmm. because she's like, well, I don't think that we're going to win this. So I don't think we should really try hard and blah, blah, blah. Like I don't like singing the national anthem. I don't feel like I can do it well. A couple of the girls like, yeah, it's so hard to sing. So like, I don't really think we can do it good. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay. So. I, the next thing we're going to talk about here is basically the whole reason why I wanted to start this podcast. Uh, the Baby One More Time group, as we described, is more of the dancers over the singers. Cassandra, my beautiful dancer, should not be singing the Rocket's Red Glare section of the Star Spangled Banner. She, a beautiful woman, just cannot carry a tune, especially not that high. And if you know anything about that song, that's where it starts to get all the high notes where like you start to... Sh- throw all your little flares in you know rocket's red glare well not only that it's like the big crescendo to the the end of the song when you know things get good yeah and then they're all shocked pikachu when they don't win like (laughs) yeah like jamie or alexis probably could have reached that i don't know why they i'm wondering if it was sabotaged by like production or something I, i don't understand the the why they thought it would be a good idea for cassandra to be doing the rocket's red glare section who knows so it ends up being the tearing up my heart group that wins and carrie won the whole entire thing so she had a safe at elimination mm-hmm. so that turns out to be good so we go into the next day where it it is performance night uh, oh and oh, i totally forgot to talk about this in the last one the outfits that they were wearing anyways that oh you took those down oh, so because they have some cute outfits this episode too <laughs> well i just remember natalie's and we got i just remember that we got the beat where they're wearing like the, the cute and then uh, so in this one i believe they're baby one more time they're doing the school girl like yeah because i remember eliza in that one and she had the the school girl outfit uh, no she's in holiday was she in holiday yeah, but the last episode when they did Never Gonna Get It, they had like mini skirts and like dress shirts. So maybe that's why you That's the one I was thinking of. Sorry, that was the outfit I was thinking of. Yes. Um, holiday, they kind of had like, I think it was just like cutesy little like, was that the one that had the umbrellas or is that we got the beat? Did Holiday go first? I, yeah, their group So one. that was the one that did because they also didn't wear high heels. They wore flat, they wore flat running shoes because I paid attention. Okay. Like, yes, because that had Natalie mm-hmm. and Nicole. Natalie Cole, Tiffany, and Elisa. Yeah, so that one they had the, they were wearing, yeah, they had the umbrellas and then they had flat shoes. Yeah, I I personally think Nicole did the best in that group. Um, All right, so so for holiday, it got really kind of pitchy near the end. I can't remember who was the one. Oh, 
um, Elisa was singing. Um, she got a little pitchy at the end, but it was still pretty good. She she's one of those people that I like when she goes up in the higher register and doesn't stay too long up there. Um, Nicole did the best. Her, she was the opening singer. Um, kind of set the the tone for the performance. Um, Tiffany needs to chillax with her notes sometimes. She's a good singer, but uh, it's just every single time she feels like she needs to belt out and not necessarily needs to do it. And then baby one more time. Yeah, they were. I was, I was actually on my phone trying to see what the outfits were again. <laughs> That's what I was yeah, doing. tearing up my heart is just I think like black leggings and a t-shirt type of thing with heels. I think that's what they had. Yeah, I think it was something pretty plain. Oh, see. Yeah, baby. Um, so the baby one more time. The vocals were not great, but the dancing was better. But they weren't very cohesive. Is kind of what comes up from that. They did kind of wear like skirts and stuff like that for baby one more time. They were wearing kind oh, of yeah. white t-shirts with like either like a vest and a skirt or booty shorts or something yeah. like that. Christina nature. Cause you know, that's how it goes. Everyone else. Yeah. To- Chris- Christina, Brittany era. Yeah. And yes, then the um, it was like a, it was like a, like a booty short. I think they, yeah, had thigh high, they were like thigh high uh, running shoes or whatever. Yeah. And then the other one, oh, they just had like, it was like jeans and like t-shirts with like leather jackets mm-hmm. over top just to try to be like kind of bold. Oh, yeah. so I remember Carrie had some cute, um, oh God, this is going to be so 2008. Carrie had a really cute kind of like faux hawk going on. They were girlicious t-shirts they were wearing though. Yeah, the, um, the faux hawks that would happen back in the day. Yeah. And uh, Nicole had, you could tell Nicole had a bump it going on too for her hairstyle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see. Sorry, I was just seeing her. Yeah, seeing them right there. Yep, so funny, yeah. so funny. Hilarious. The two thousands were definitely gonna. There was a, definitely a lot of low rise. Like there was definitely no high rise in two thousand and eight. So there's a yeah. lot of bare midriffs in practice in everything mm-hmm. in this show. Because that's what it was back then. I feel like quoting uh, what was it? The Bring It On second movie. They're tight little taut bellies or whatever. <laughs> They're all gorgeous. Let's be honest. Um. Yeah, so in the end, oh, we didn't even mention this. Megan, our little pageant girl, because she carried that storyline so much. Like you could tell she was talking it eliminated on how much they focused on her pageant story. Right. And she can't dance funky. She's too pageant. Yeah. So she ends up getting eliminated at the end. Uh, and then mm-hmm. she ends to hang, hang up her boa at the end, mm-hmm. as they do every episode. <laughs> Yeah, and she will not be part of Girlicious. No. And it's funny, yeah, like I said, they have these Girlicious t-shirts that they all started wearing and things like that. They're so adorable. I want some. We should make some. <laughs> I know. Oh, I told you, I'm going to try and see what I can do. I gotta find, I'm trying to find my own hoodies to give it a try about making. Yeah. The, see about putting it oh, on, that's so cool. on a hoodie. We'll Loosen up my buttons. <laughs> no, manufacturer group. Of course. That, that's so awesome. But the one thing I... Up. Come on. The one thing that drives me bonkers about tearing up my heart, and I kind of made this little joke, is like, Jenna, why can't you pretend to be bi for a two-minute song? Because I hate when you're singing along and they change the the gender. Boy to girl. Yeah. I I said that too. I was like, you know, because I was listening to some Christmas songs today, and a couple of them, like, you know, they just happened. So all I want for Christmas is you. Like they always, you know, exactly. People always change up the gender, and I'm like. Can you not be homosexual for a 30 seconds in a goddamn song? Sing Even lyrics I. as it is. I have no problem saying she loved me 
they loved her when I'm singing my songs. I will oh, not definitely. change that shit to I love him. Have and you I ever really, like- really, really ever loved a man? No, I'm not going to change it. Have you ever really loved a woman? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Brian Adams. I have. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. And that, for, for me as well, I think it also is telling of the times. I think nowadays most people won't change the lyrics, especially like kind of um, where we are today. But I feel like, remember Joss Stone had a cover of Fell in Love with a Girl? And guess what it was called? Fell in Love with a Boy. It just doesn't have the I same ring. It also depends on the people. Because I think there was still some people that would do the cover of it and still just not care. Because they still <laughs> loved the song and wanted to keep it intact. Exactly. So that's a record executive decisions of doing it that way. Or if it's just a person's a purple. Like, but yes, it was a different time yeah. that people didn't want to necessarily gender bend or mm-hmm. no lesbian bend back in those days not yeah mm-hmm. we say as good or bad we're just it's just talking about how the times were people that's how it was yeah and it kind of shows us how far we've come that's the other thing i realized yes it may not be the best back then but look at where we are now and look where we need to go even further so oh we still have ways to go though as well too exactly we've <laughs> come so far and we still have some ways to go right there's still ways to go but yes we are further and it's funny because thinking back like I keep hearing about these things about saying like watching the OC and stuff and it's saying it's like 20 years ago 20 years ago and I'm just like it it hurts to know that I'm old enough to now experience something that's 20 years ago and I was a teenager like a functioning human being functioning like you weren't a baby teenager I wasn't a baby 20 years ago I was a functioning human being almost a legal adult for fuck's sakes like if I was in any other province other than Ontario I would have graduated high school 20 years ago right it's so weird which means next year I'm 20 years out of high school damn I'm old. So friends, this is this is why we're revisiting these shows because even this is still what 13 years back in the history. So because think about what 2008 is when it, sh- it started. So that's exactly. So it's always fun to look back and remember, but then also years. put context into it. And the one thing, if you really want to get all hoity-toity and mighty about it, we can talk about how a lot of the looks were based on the male gaze, feminism, blah blah blah. But who cares? We're just having fun talking about bands and singers. Right. And we have no problem saying that some of these girls were damn fucking sexy too as well. So, and I, I admit, I wanted to be a pussycat doll. I'm not going to lie. Cause I liked, I loved to sing and dance when I was in my twenties. So if the chance had ever come for me to fucking do it, I would have fucking auditioned and given it my fucking best shot as well. I did audition for Canadian Idol. <laughs> so, you know what? I don't really care. I, let, these girls wanted to go and make fame off of their who cares if it was off of your fucking prettiness? Like, I know it sucks, but you at least you make a little cash off of it. You know, why not? That, I mean, almost. You do you, are, boo. You do you, boo, between consenting adults. Right. That's all I care. Exactly. As long and as, as long as you're not gypped in your contract, like so many artists have been in the past. Oh, yeah. Maybe when we finish off this um, this series near the end and we're kind of wrapping it up, maybe we can go into what the contract ended up and then kind of what happened from the band after. So like, like we can do like an after, like the last episode and then an episode after. An after show? An after show. Oh, no. The after show episode. Untucked. Untucked. Yeah, like an after show, a Curlicious after show episode. Because they never had those back yeah. then. They didn't have those after shows. They just showed some oh. of the drama on the Could show. you imagine how catty that could have gotten if Charlie had gotten into the house? Or even like later on, they oh, end no. up giving t- 
Tiffany the uh, angry black woman edit, which is annoying, but then they yeah. move on to that pretty quickly. But yeah, could you imagine like kind of saying like the petty bullshit that could have happened in a uh, girlicious untucked while they're deliberating? Or even like any of those like top model untucks, like those yeah. would be hilarious. There was like a few, like remember when Britney, this is, I don't know if you would have thought that like Britney cycle 16, when she had like that huge meltdown because she called out Alexandria and was all pissed and then she got called out for it and then had a panic attack and they actually showed like what was happening in the back. Yeah. But it was few and far between. Right. They don't happen afterwards. And those ones, it was, well, the first season they didn't have untouched, but then eventually they gave they got the untouched. I find that drag race has ruined reality shows for me because every time they say good luck i instantly want to say and don't fuck it up and you're like waiting for it and you're like no it's not coming this is 2008 network television much music is not gonna say that right plus that exactly. was just the, that was just the time that's just what they're saying is on that show and when you especially when you watch it in like concession for like that for so long when you marathon mm-hmm. it that just yeah all right. Well, thank you for listening to episode two. Next episode, episode we'll be looking at. Two. Yes. So if you, oh, do we know where they are now? Did you not? Because remember, where are they now? Oh, no, I couldn't find a Meg. Let me see. What I, I didn't have one for Megan, but I can probably look it up. I'm pretty sure it's probably nothing, but let's. Okay. Her name is Megan Dupree. So that could be difficult. Of the eat. Georgia Dupree's? Of the Georgia Dupree's. Of course. Oh, yeah. How to say pageants. it? Hey, she was in pageants. Right? Ashley Dupree, yeah. Georgia Dupree's. Mm-hmm. Oh, Breaker High. Okay, maybe it's. Oh, I think she's an actress now. Oh, okay. All right, give me a second here. Let's pull this up. Maybe she pulled a Charlotte. Yeah, Megan Dupree. Oh, What's she's she in Pitch Perfect. Oh, okay. Um, she's. Oh, she's only in Girlicious and Pitch Perfect. They act like she was an, like an actress, and like she's only been in two things. Okay, well, that but no, sense. I mean that's kind of cool. Makes sense being in Pitch Perfect because you know singing Girlicious, you know. Yeah, so she was in the opening Bella's number one group. So probably when they're doing I Saw the Sign, and she throws yeah. up. Yeah. So she did something after Girlicious, but um, the IMDb is kind of not much after that. So maybe she just went back home and had a family or something. Yeah, living out her best life. Make a few dollars and go back home and make men live your best life. Exactly. You know what? The one thing, especially with the um, other series as well, you always wonder if some of these people who did have like connections in the house, like as friends, if any of them thought to make their own band outside of the band. But I guess there must be contracts or whatever. But it'd be kind of fun to think of that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. On that note, that is our episode two of Puskat Dolls Presents Girlicious. Join us episode next. Episode three will be next. about charisma. Charisma, is that what it's called? Okay, all right, charisma. Yeah. charisma. Do you feel like adding uniqueness, nerve, and talent after that? Because I just told you about don't fuck it up. Right? Confidence, yeah. charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Oh, it's style. It's not uniqueness. Oh, damn. Yeah. All right. So look forward to hearing about that from our next episode. All right. We- Love, luck, and lollipops. I think I stole that from Animaniacs. Something. One of those cartoons. I can't remember. Tiny Big ears. Noodle noggin. Yeah. And on that note, bye. Bye, everybody.